If you turn in your Bibles tonight to Psalm chapter 37. Read that starting at verse 1 through part of verse 7. Psalms 37, starting at verse 1. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Who here tonight, and you got to participate in this, because I really want to know. Got to figure out what kind of crowd we're dealing with here tonight. Who here likes to wait? Go to a restaurant, you're hungry, and you go up, and they say, how many? You say six, and they say, it'll be about 45 minutes. Right? Cool, all right, great. Get to wait. I wasn't wanting to eat right away. No, we, we don't. We don't like to wait for things. We want things right when we want things. Right? That's pretty normal. But we're going to talk tonight, with God's help, about five things that are mentioned in these these verses: trust, delight, commit, rest, and that word wait. You want God's will for your life. You want good things. We, we all do. But we want it when we want it. That's a normal human thing. But are you willing to wait on the Lord? There was uh, a commercial years ago for uh, ketchup. You know, the, the Heinz ketchup that comes in the bottle that you can never get it to come out. You got to hit it and all that. Well, they said good things come to those who wait. You wait for it to come out and it's going to be ketchup in the end. It's going to be beautiful. Good things come to those who wait. I'd prefer to have the ketchup right away, but I get what they're saying. But, you know, God does not always work, and, and usually he doesn't work on our timetable when we want something. If you've ever been sick, you want to get over that sickness, right? You don't want to wait and, and go through the process. But tonight, as we talk about these things, I pray that God will, will speak to your heart. I pray that he'll speak to my heart. Uh, I was just thinking about waiting on God and came to mind Abraham and Sarah. They, Abraham was told he was going to be the father of many nations, yet he was didn't have a son. So they tried to do things their way. They didn't work out very well. There was a lot of tension, a lot of problems that continue to this day because of that mistake there, because they wanted to do things. They believed God, but they wanted to do it their way. Pray that tonight we'll be encouraged to not try to do things your way or my way, but to do things God's way. Amen? So let's talk about that. Verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Trust. To have faith. To have confidence in something. Another uh, quick poll here. Who here, not that you've done it before necessarily, but who here would like to skydive someday? Okay? Raise your hands high. We want to know. All right. These are our skydivers. All right? Now, 
if that plane barely could get off the ground as it was taking you up, do you still want to skydive? Probably would have some doubts, right? Now, who here are like me and you don't want to skydive? Yeah, right. It's good. But we trust in things. We need to trust. And if you don't trust in that plane that's going to take you up and drop you off, so to speak, you're going to have some problems. But I was just thinking about some verses in the the Bible about trust. As for God, this is in Psalm 1830, it says, As for God, his way is perfect. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Well, that's a different one, but the, as for God, his way is perfect. Psalm 34, 8 said, blessed is the man that trusteth in him. As you think about trust, though, it's not easy to trust somebody that, that hasn't come through for you before. And that's what we're thankful. Those of us that are older, we can talk to you young people. This is a young people service. You can trust in the Lord. He will come through for you. Amen. So trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Let's look at verse 4 of Psalm 37. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Delight in the Lord. We heard tonight about wanting a desire for God's word. Who here just delights every day they get to wake up, and or maybe right before you go to bed, and you want to read the Bible? Sometimes we do. Most of the time, we kind of want to do things our way. But we want to delight in the Lord, to rejoice in Him. And we can do that through reading His Word. Amen? It's a big one, I think, for for us. To enjoy being in the Lord's presence. We enjoy a lot of things in this life. We delight in a lot of things in this life. But to delight in the Lord. Delight thyself also in the Lord. Why? Because He's going to give you the desires of your heart. And that's what we want Amen? You have desires? You have things that you want in your life? You delight thyself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. To enjoy being in God's presence. Psalm In Psalms 119, one of the the verses says, Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Do you love God's law? Do you love His Word? Do you love reading his word and taking it into your heart. We need to delight ourselves in the Lord and he shall give thee. That's a promise. He shall give thee the desires of your heart. Now, your desires need to line up to his will, but to have these desires, he's going to give them to you. Isaiah 61.10 I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. Nehemiah 8.10, for the joy of the Lord is what? You're louder. The joy of the Lord is your what? Strength. Do you want to be stronger in your walk with the Lord? The joy of the Lord is going to be your strength. You can delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So we want to trust in the Lord. We want to delight ourselves in the Lord. Verse 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. So he's going to give us the desires of our heart and he's going to bring it to pass if we do delight ourselves and now commit ourselves. So to commit. We know what that means. You commit to something, you're in. 
You, you decide to be all in. I, I thought about dating versus being married. When you're dating, you're not truly committed yet. You might be committed in your heart and feel that way, but until you take those vows and you're married, you're not truly committed to that relationship. And we're supposed to be like the bride of Christ. Amen? And so we want to make sure that we are committed to the Lord. If we're committed to Him and we trust in Him, He's going to bring it to pass. We need to be committed to the Lord, just like in marriage and in other things that you might do. We want to make sure that we're committed to those things, to the things that God wants for our lives. And if we do that, He will bring it to pass. Next, we look at verse 7. It says, rest in the Lord. You like to take rest? You like rest? Like a good nap? Well, I mean, feel kind of lazy taking a nap, don't you? But to be calm, to have things at rest. Have you, uh, I know you have before you've been a uh, little uh, uh, nauseated, a little bit of unrest going on. I don't know about you, but when that goes away, it's like you're at rest. You're at peace. It feels good. We want to rest in the Lord. We want to make sure that we're still, that we're, we, we lean on Him. Looking at Jeremiah chapter six, verse 16 says, Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find what? Rest for your souls. Look for the old path, the way that's worked. We got a lot of people in here that you can look to, young people, that, that, that have been through a few things, that can help you. Look for those old paths, walk in those things, and you'll find rest for your soul. We really want to lean on the Lord. We want to make sure that we are resting in Him. Rest in the Lord. And now we come to the word wait. Not only wait, but wait patiently. Now we're talking. To wait for something is one thing, but I got to wait patiently for it? Well, if you want the Lord to work in your life, you're going to have to. I This reminds me of when we take road trips when Braxton was really little. I like to bring at least one of my kids into every sermon. They like it that way. So tonight we'll talk about Braxton here. But when we would go on a trip, we would... He would ask, hey, how far are we? And so we'd say, oh, we're about two, three hours away. To be like, two or three hours? We're never going to get there. And so he would ask, you know, periodically over and over again, as kids do. But we would tell him, we're an hour away. He said, an hour? We're never going to get there. So he would ask as we were getting really close. And we'd say, he'd say, how close are we? And we'd say, we're like five minutes away, Braxton. He said, Five minutes, we're never going to get there. That's a kid, but don't you feel that some way sometimes? We're never going to get there. Lord, I've been waiting for this. I've been resting in you. I've been, I've been trusting in you. I've been delighting in you. I've been committed. I've committed to you. I've rested in you. Now, now I'm waiting. I'm trying to wait patiently, but, but I need an answer. I need, I need an answer to this problem or, or that something that's, that's, that's got you. You're going to get there. 
It's going to feel like sometimes you're not going to get there, but you're going to get there if you do what God asks you to do and you seek Him. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That's Psalm 27, 14. Your job. I, I remember when I was a kid, we used to always uh, take Sunday afternoon naps, speaking of rest. I, I hated taking naps when I was a kid. And I remember my mom, one time I asked her, when can we stop taking naps? She says, when you turn 12, you can stop taking naps. And I thought, I don't, I don't even remember what age I was, but I said, 12? I'm never going to be 12. It felt so far away. I'm never going to be 12. So I guess, what am I going to do? We're never going to get there, right? Well, I'm past there now. And of course, as you get older, you appreciate naps a little bit more. But my mom was, I, I don't think she really necessarily meant 12. I think she was just trying to get me off her back, I think. I can ask her about that. When you're 12, because probably for her, it felt like it was going to be far away too. Do you wish I was 12 again, mom? No, I don't think so. But waiting, it's not easy. Waiting on the Lord. Uh, I, I thought of uh, Mary and Martha. Their brother Lazarus was sick. And they called, they sent for Jesus because they knew that Jesus could come and that he could heal Lazarus. They knew it. They sent for him. And Jesus didn't come. And he didn't come. And he didn't come. And pretty soon, Lazarus died. And they thought it's over. But Jesus told her, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. He rose. Of course, he called. We know the story about Lazarus. He called him from the grave. He even was had already passed the point of that it was probably okay for him to even come out of the grave. But Jesus is always on time. Do you believe that? When you wait on the Lord... He will do what He promised He will do. He did that. And we have stories in the Bible. We have people around us that we can talk to about this. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Why did, why did He say wait twice? I gotta wait patiently and you, you gotta wait. But it's not easy to wait. But when we know, when we have trust in God that He's gonna fulfill His word, does that make waiting any easier? I don't think it does necessarily. I mean, maybe in some sense it does, but it's still hard to wait. We want an answer. We want an answer. I remember uh, before I was married, I remember I wanted to get married. I wanted to find the, uh, 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 a beautiful woman to, to marry and to have a family with. And I remember it just wasn't happening. I remember just going to the down to the church. It was just a few minutes from where I worked at. I remember just going down to the church and I just, I remember this very, I don't remember a lot of things in my past, but I remember this very vividly in my mind. I remember just falling down in that first pew and just pouring out my heart to the Lord. You know, I want this Lord. Udita didn't come through the door and there was the woman of my dreams right there. It took some waiting. It took some seeking the Lord, but you know, when he fulfills his promises, they're yea and amen. That was pretty weak. They're yea and amen. And I have a beautiful woman 
that God has given me and a beautiful family that God has given me. And it wasn't easy to wait for that. The other day, I really felt God, I don't, I, I don't know how often you feel God speak to you. you know, we, he speaks to our heart. He speaks to us through his word. Sometimes he can speak with, he can speak with an audible voice, but I, I was, I've been kind of stressing out about something and about some, something that I'm, I've been waiting on. And, you know, the Lord the other day just really came to me and he said, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And, and I felt like Peter, when Jesus asked him, do you love me more than these? And he says, yeah, I, I love you. And pretty soon Jesus says, do you, do you really love me? And uh, Sometimes you feel that way because, yeah, of course I trust you, Lord. Of course I, I trust you. But I think that he, he really came to me there because I don't know if I was truly trusting him in that situation. But as he came to me and, and I felt that, do you trust me? I feel like that's been a turning point for me. I feel like God is, is going to work something in, in this situation. I feel like God is going to move. Now, it may not be the way I want him to work. It may not be if I was to write out my wishes to him, he may not fulfill it that way. But like Solomon, what do you want, Solomon? Because Solomon asked for wisdom to rule his people, God blessed him with that and a whole lot more. We want to have that, that attitude. But the, the Lord just, again, came and I just feel like, Ask me, do you, do you trust me? And I'm thankful that I trust the Lord. Do you trust the Lord? Do you believe that he's got an answer for you tonight? Whatever it is in your life. Matthew 6.33 Seek ye first the kingdom of God. I want to, just as I think about this here, if you go to Matthew 6.33 and we'll just turn there in, in closing here. Verse 31 of chapter 6 says, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. But look at the next words. That These, these are words in red. These are, this is Jesus speaking. He says, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. I think we sometimes skip over that part. Oh yeah, I don't want to be doing verse 31 and be thinking about what I'm going to eat and what I'm going to drink and what I'm going to, all these things I'm going to do. But you know what? God knows. Your heavenly Father knows you have need of those things. Those are things you need in your life. But don't seek those. Seek Him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Promises out of God's word. Trust, delight, commit, rest, and wait. I hope you take encouragement. This is something that's been going through my mind over the past few weeks. I want to do this. This is verses as I go to work. Take these verses. I've just been repeating them over and over again. The strength from these. It's amazing. Trust in the Lord and do good. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. And what? He shall bring it to pass. And then verse 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. God bless you tonight. This is not just a message for the young people. We, Us older people, we need to hear it too. 
We need to, to wait patiently for the Lord. Realize that if we trust Him, He's going to work and He's going to move. Whatever the problem, whatever the obstacle that you're, you're feeling in, in your life, God can work that out. Do you believe that? But do you trust Him? Do you believe, are you willing to go His way? Trust me. He's just telling you tonight, trust me, I've got you. And if we seek Him first, He's going to give us those desires of our heart. He's going to help us to to make it. Now, sometimes He calms the storm, but sometimes He's not going to calm the storm. You're going to have to go through the storm. But aren't you thankful that you have Him with you? Aren't you thankful that if you do these things, God will work for you? Amen? God bless you tonight. The song is 581. And as you come to these altars of prayer tonight, pour out your heart to the Lord. He hears you. He knows you have need of those things. Whatever you need, He knows you have need of those things. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness.